right, thanks for the Misfits leading that opening. That's a beautiful. That's just beautiful. Love it. You gotta have Misfits during Halloween. You know what I've been hitting up is uh, the Ghost Eponymous album, man. Just, I was listening to that on the way here. That it's just it feels so good. You know, I I bought the bass guitar this summer, and so just hearing those just like old. Oh, it's so good. It's just so good. But yeah, Murray, go back to that sound ghost. Yeah, That's what, I'm, please, what we're trying to say. Please, please do. Stop with the Swedish songwriters you hired to write your songs. And is that is there uh, they are out? The rumor is that last album you hired out because you know Sweden is like the masters of writing pop music because they they oh. wrote all those boy bands were like Swedish. There's like, there's like the Swedish production company that did all the Britney Spears and really all the NSYNC. Yeah. Wow. Sweden produces bubblegum pop and death metal, and that's like it. It's weird. We ended up on this topic. This is not how we plan to start the episode, but I had... uh, So, like, back in the day, our Canadian alternative rock station, you know, 89X, they would do Sundays from, like, 8 till 11 or something where they would do 90s alternative. And since it it was nostalgic for me, I would listen to it. And there, that's no longer a thing, but I, through the magic of uh, internet radio, I found like a 90s station that I listened to on Sunday mornings. And that's, Is that Disturbed? Uh, no, I haven't heard Disturbed on it yet, but I heard a more disturbing song. And I swear I saw this in air, or heard it in every teen movies, and I don't know if it was the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, I mean, I guess it would be 90s. <laughs> it was a 90s station. Yeah. That butterfly song. I was like just crazy. You were gonna bring that up. I do like fucking mind melding today. Oh my god! I hope this, this should be a good episode. So, so that song comes on, and I'm singing along with it. I'm like, God, this is a fucking horrible song. Yeah, Why was it in horrible. every movie? And then there's this guy who's also my age on YouTube. The he's the ball guy. Who always does like album reviews. Anthony Fantano. You no no okay. So. He's doing his 10 worst tracks of the 90s. And, yeah. of course, he's hitting Limp Bizkit hard. He did one Limp Bizkit song and then one Corn and Limp Bizkit song. And this song I knew very well was a rap track on a Corn album with Fred Durst. And of course, if you're going to yeah. Corn, you need a rapper. You yeah. Fred Durst. Oh, yeah. So him and John Davis are exchanging rap lines at each other, and yeah, it's horrible. Fire. It's awful. It's called All in the Family. So I went back and listened to it. Oh, it's like a time wave. But in these 10 terrible songs, Crazy or Butterfly was one of them, and it was just yeah, like... Crazy Town, that's the band. Crazy right? Town was the band, yeah. It, it's so weird how that came up. It's a weird mm, week. Yeah. And it's also a cold week. It's horrifying. It fits the whole uh, it, it October does. theme. And of it's course... schlocky and awful. With every Halloween I can recently think of, it's going to be cold as fuck, possibly rainy, possibly snowy this Halloween. That's going to suck. Yeah. Well, I'm not trick or treating, so I'm, so I'm fine. yeah, it just it sucks. I like you know. You like to hide in your house, not give candy when it's the temperature. I mean, I could offer candy. No one's coming to this house. Yeah, and know, I don't blame if, them. If, <laughs> no, it, you know, it is well, it is a scary looking haunted house. Yeah, twenty four seven. It's terrifying. Um, yeah, that like I just want to put this out there. Like, look, if you're you're you have no children. It's fine. You don't give out candy. I think everybody should. It's one day a year. But but if you have kids and you send your little fucking brats out, you better be fucking giving candy out too. Because there's a lot of people on my block who don't. They do that. They pull that shit. 
Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. You fucking grubby ass mooching motherfucker. <laughs> you can get you can spend ten fucking don't spend the ten dollars on your fucking lottery tickets you buy every fucking week. Spend ten bucks, buy some fucking candy and give it out. I no, it's supposed to be a reciprocal thing like that. It's supposed to be a situation where someone bases up, hands out candy, someone else takes the kids out, or your kids are old enough, you let them go out. I don't know what happened Just, because when sucks. I when I grew up, I grew up in this like a fucking factory town. It was like blue collar working class people, and yet everybody gave candy out, and now nobody does. Like on my block, there's like three people. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong? And, they, and I hear all these stories about after Christmas, Halloween is like the biggest holiday as far as spending goes. Like, well, you spend where? it on yourself? Yeah, you where? Know? I don't know. Because I, I go- they buy these big elaborate fucking like displays and then they don't give out candy. It's like, I want to show you I'm into Halloween, but I don't fucking want to give you any candy. I go to my brother's house uh, usually because I have young nieces and nephews and they're excited about it. So it's fun to be around them. Also, we mentioned that no one's coming to this house because it's terrifying. Right. They're very likely to be attacked by... Well, the houses by... are too far apart over here, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You'd have to go, like, five miles before you hit the next house here. So, even over there, it's like there's a, a flow of kids, but it's nothing crazy. Yeah, it's, it's not. Weird. It's nothing. And that's, like, a neighborhood full of kids, and you see them when you're driving around and shit. Just... It's so how it's today. It's how it's at today. It's this culture of fear we live. Where everyone have thinks... you heard about this trunk or treating? That's what a lot of people are doing now. Yeah, I've heard that. Where they go to the mall and shit. Well, it's not so malls much, don't exist. It's anymore, not so much but... a mall. It's just a parking lot. Yeah, right. Or like a, or a school yeah. or something, and yeah. they all go there and they just do a right. little thing there in daylight and not spooky. <laughs> That's not cool. It sucks. I feel bad for kids that they got to have this. This is their yeah experience. We got to get um, to a couple facts about this movie before we hit this trailer real hard because this movie actually debuted right here in Detroit. Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock City. They were like, it's 1988. Where's a hot place to start this movie up? Well, it worked because they made a shitload of money here. It really did. And it got wide appeal right after, you know, it hit it well, big. You got to remember, this is back in the days where movies, I'm like, I mean, big, like, like Star Wars type movies, they would get released all over. But these sure. kind of movies, they'd get released like for like they only had enough money for so many prints, obviously. So they'd start out in like Detroit and then move to Chicago. It's like they didn't come out the same day. Yeah, you know, it's bizarre to think about. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was you never really, well that we weren't so connected back then, so you didn't really notice it. Yeah, you know? so you assumed everyone got it, but I guess they didn't. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I remember seeing these kind of movies. It was cool. So. I picked out this movie for a couple reasons. One, Mike suggested it to me a couple years ago when I was doing uh, 31 movies for uh, uh, 31 Days in October. Mike, our buddy, who our, was, he's been on like a number of episodes. Our, a very good buddy. He couldn't make it for Halloween this year so or any of the October episodes. So I was like, you know what? It feels so appropriate to pick out one of the movies I thoroughly enjoyed from that experience. So we're doing that tonight. But I also picked it out because I said, you know, Murray... We're going to do this movie because you know what? The black guy doesn't die in it. And yeah, like you, every every movie. You looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, this is the biggest urban legend that's gone goes around that the black guy's the first to go in a horror movie. And I'm not saying it has never happened, but everyone's like, "Oh, it's a f- every fucking movie." Yeah. 
and it's bullshit. It's not true. Like I, I, I said I, when I heard this the first time because this only got traction the past few years, and I was like thinking, well, if you want to talk about representation of black people in horror movies, I'll, I'm there with you. There's not a lot, but if you're talking about like them dying, no, the only ones I can come up with, they're either they die the last or they don't die at all. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead, black guy's the last guy to die. Dawn of the Dead, black guy lives. Uh. Dream Warriors, Black Guy Lives, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream you Warriors. You talked about Friday the 13th 3? I think, I think that uh, Black Guy died somewhere in the middle of the movie in that Oh, one. okay. But, I mean, I'm not saying that it never, it's never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying this the attitude, like, it's like the Mandela effect where people just take it as fact. Yeah. And they don't, it's like, no, it's I, I, true. I, I told you, I think I picked that up from, like, Scary Movie or one of those spoof uh, horror movies, and i just been rolling with it for years because... I mean, honestly, you're right. We, <laughs> I just kind of assumed that we were that way as a as a horror culture. We just, yeah, let's just kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, and this is not, it's not true. It's like I a mean, red shirt. Trope. I mean, hey, if you guys have these all these examples, you can send them to me on our Twitter at G and G Theater, and I'll I'll assess them. But I can't come up with any myself. And yeah. I'm not like a horror expert. There might be tons of them, but they ain't the mainstream ones that everyone knows. <laughs> so. Now th- this movie, as I watched it like the third or fourth time, I realized it's kind of third like, or fourth. Goddamn. Yeah, man. I try to do my very best to like do it once, write the notes. You know, I watched it before, and then you I watched not it again. Fuck it up. That's, we just want to say right right off the bat. There's a lot of moving parts oh, in yeah. this movie. There's ten characters. It's it's a lot harder to do these spookier movies because they're trying to build tension and everything. They actually try to build tension in this movie. Yeah. Unlike some of our other scary movies we've done. Uh this one really tries hard so they cut between different they scooby doo it. They yeah. split up. Ten people, they all break up into five couples. But they're like a perfect breakfast club crew. You got like the anarchist, the bender, you got the preppy girl, you got the crazy girl. Got uh, the prude kind of pr- girl. The prude girl. You got um, uh, the the jock guy. The Asian chick. Isn't that Breakfast Club character? Oh, Asian there, chick? there's. I remember her. Her name was Asia. A- wow. Oh. <laughs> Asia. Wow. How, how original. <laughs> but no, it, it, it was like. It really felt to me that that last watch was like, oh, they're trying to do like a Breakfast Club meets this well, 80s I, I, horror tropes. I think every kind of. Didn't, didn't, no, I haven't seen any of the Friday Thirteenth in a while. Didn't they? They all felt they all had the tropes. There was a guy, they, yeah, there was, no, always there the was. Fat, like practical Joker guy. You're, you're who right. Can't get laid. <laughs> there's the nerd. There's the hot dude, the hot chick. Yep, chick that doesn't want to fuck, and her yep. boyfriend's understanding but wants to fuck. Oh yeah, man, it's just, you know what are they? Whatever. This movie gave you what you wanted. You know, I'm not right. gonna bitch about it. But well, let's break down these characters more when we actually get into the movie here. Okay. For now, let's. Uh, I don't know what trailer we're gonna find for this. I know there's one out there. There has but... to be a trailer out there, so yeah. you're gonna listen to it. And you're gonna enjoy Night of the. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Night of the Comet. Night of the. <laughs> a A spooky, deserted mansion. Halloween night. All right, dudes. And dudesses. Let's party! Ten kids. All they want to do is raise a little hell. Now, as long as they live, they'll wonder 
what's gotten into them. Night of the Demons. Blessed be the sinners, for the Day of Atonement is at hand. Stop looking at me! If you guys heard what just happened there in the mission, we went completely off horror into Inspector Gadget because that voice you did. Bad cat. Yeah, that's perfect, Dr. Claw. Yeah. It was yeah. great. I'll get you, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I told Murray another story of me flipping through CDs, <laughs> pretending I was Penny. Oh, was Penny so was good. a thief, too? Wow, I didn't know. I remember that. She didn't steal them. She just wanted to know. <laughs> she was a nosy bitch. Just a nosy bitch. So, Murray, this movie starts with... I, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's clearly we have a friend from an old episode, Young Warriors' own Kevin. I don't know his last name. Just Kevin. He's that cool yeah. animator. I really I liked the animation. I liked that they did animation because they don't do that anymore. That used to be kind of a staple. It's mainly like fifth movies from the 50s and 60s, but that like animated intro you don't see that anymore so i really enjoyed that i mean it was three and a half minutes long you still okay with that or well, would you, were you had, like they had to get that 90 minute you know thing. Yeah. they really stretched this movie there's a couple parts that yeah. you're i mean the burlesque scene you clearly leave in there because that ties a lot of emotions together but you know yeah. so we start out we got kids being kids just a couple uh, of dudes driving it's around. It's Halloween nights. The kids are trick-or-treating. There, there's about as many as there is now. I only saw like a few out there. <laughs> yeah, well, they couldn't afford the I think they're also a little nervous because it was like they're driving a car like crazy people. There's a nice moon scene that happens here. I didn't notice these butts, but apparently there well, was a butt. Well, apparently. Well, that because the actor who played Stooch refused to show his ass. What? So he had a pumpkin underwear on, like a jack-o'-lantern underwear on. He said, look, I'm an actor. I'm, I'm not just a body. I'm not just a, it's, not, it's not just about my ass. I can act my ass off. Okay. So he's willing to shave his head into what Maybe we call he... <laughs> a tortured eagle? Yes. that It was the most tor- – was, he was trying to go for the screaming eagle that, of course, Brian Bosworth wore yes. in, the, in the great episode, Stone Cold. Go listen to it. But <laughs> – 
it just went awry. It just, it, I, yeah, I called it a tortured eagle because it was, oh, it was overworked, dude. It had lines in it, zigzags, and mullety, and <laughs> frosted in areas, and it was, ugh, it was. So he's cruising around. He's got, uh, we got about 10 characters. We'll Very belligerent character, I want to point oh, out. Oh, absolutely. Because he's like the punk rock guy. So he's, he's got, got the, he's got like a, like a beat up old car with spray paint all on All it. over it. He's got his hoodie on where he spray paint, not even an anarchist A. He forgot to like leave, like put the tails on there. Cause the, I don't know. Every time I see the anarchist symbol, it's got like, you know, the tail shooting past the well, circle. Yeah, I know. You got the point, though. He's, you, you, he's you, an organized anarchist. He is an organized. He's a, I can't think of the word right now. So he's got Helen in the car with him. And, and what what's their relationship? I don't Who know. The fuck knows? I think they're dating, but he's super abusive to her. He's, he's calling her fucking bitch and shit. Oh, like every chance he gets, it's like, hey, can you switch the station? I'm sick of listening to this one. She goes over the station slightly, and he's fucking hitting he's like, her. Stop! That's crazy town. Oh, no. and then he slaps her, and he's got. Okay, his costume is a pig. Apparently, he's got a pig nose on. Yeah, she's like in a toga, I think. She was in a toga, yes. And they're going to the, they're going to this this party. And don't forget who they got in the back seat. A boy Roger, the cowardly black guy. Yeah, he's dressed as like Peter Pan, I think. I think it was like a pirate. It might have been pirate. Yeah, Franny been. is Peter Pan. He was a oh. pirate. Oh. And um, so yeah, he's a pirate, a cowardly pirate, and so. Belligerent, so he must. I'm guessing he's like fucked up on coke. I don't know. He's like smoking crack, like Richie. You know what it is? It's that PCP, P2P, P2P. Call back to Stone Cold. Got to listen to another it. Stone Cold. Um, you're gonna be lost if you don't listen to it. Um, so yes, yeah, so he's on P2P, and he's just like sees an old elderly man walking home from the grocery store. Yeah, and he's like, "Bitch, take the fucking wheel. Oh, I gotta fucking moon this guy." So, I mean, like, obviously, they're just in a car that's not moving. It's really bad, like, badly shot. They're not even, like, being pulled by a trailer. They're sitting in a car. Someone's shaking it in the back, you know. And so they, they, he, she goes over to the driver's side. He moons the old man in his jack-o'-lantern underwear, like you say, because he wasn't going to show his ass. Old man's like, you old young people in your asses. And I, I, I think it's then that... Um... The old man, we follow him now. He's recovering from that because yeah. he's just so rattled. And another character we're going to learn more about, Sal comes out, and he is perfectly a hydrophil ripoff. He's got that horrible accent that it's like, wait, is it supposed to be Brooklyn? Is it supposed to be Chicago? I don't know. He was just a Guido. I mean, he Is he a Guido? Like, yeah, he was like, hey there, goodbye. We seen Richie. <laughs> and he jumps out of the rubber snake, scares the old man. This guy's getting hit left and right from this scares. Murray, if we're going to talk about this movie, we got to get the details straight. He was a rubber rat. It was a rubber rat. It was okay, a rubber I thought rat. it was a rubber snake. Well, you're right. It was a rubber rat. Yeah. So, like, forget yeah. about forget it. Forget about it. And then he walks away. And then guy turns around again. Some fucking girl's behind him, but she can't, she's concerned about this. I want to help him. Don't worry, Murray. You can tell by the bagginess of her sweater and whatever's going on with her hair, she's a good girl. Yeah. She's just trying to get in there and make sure this old man's okay. But I think not, he dropped off his groceries, yeah. so she's like, let me help you pick those up. He's not having any of it. He's like, you young people, fuck you. Yeah, he calls her out. He's like, I know you've been fucking around the block. I see you hussing it up all over the place. You're shredding dick at every house around here. 
I talked with a lot of young people in the past week. They don't know what shredding. Don't know. Dick it. Is. Yeah. Dick is like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. You don't know. So yeah. Judy, as we know her now, goes running off, and we see our old man, and he's about to do our scene break here. He picks up a razor, and he picks up an apple, and he's like, this generation doesn't know what's about to hit him. <laughs> what did he say? He said, well, I don't know if he said that, but I know I even say it like that. This generation don't know what's going to hit him. I have one and a half voices. You can't even do an old man. Like, oh, you old man. You can't do that old man. Hold on. Voice. Hey, <laughs> you can't do I can't it. Do it. <laughs> so I'll do it. Thank you, young people. And he's just like, this is the first recorded history of someone actually putting a razor in a fucking apple because it doesn't happen, people. You can actually go. I, I remember we get like, I, of course, I trick-or-treat in like the late 70s, early 80s. So we'd get popcorn balls from people. We'd eat it. Like, Who the fuck's going to waste their time putting this shit together I to poison people? I really don't know. Like, the, I, I don't know. I but don't this guy, to... so with this guy, he's got murder on his mind, basically, because of these young people. Yeah. So after we're done listening to him, you know, plot his revenge, we, we get Judy. She's getting up to her bedroom, and she's got, she got plans tonight. You're going to go to the school dance. She's got to go to the school dance. She's going to go with that new swell man that she just, you know, has been, has been flinging around with, Jay. Jay. And so Jay happens to call her as she's... Captain of the football team, I'm assuming. Uh, it has to be. You yeah. saw that arm. Yeah. Whew. Put yeah, Matthew yeah, Stafford to shame. That's not that hard. <laughs> so she's undressing for us. We get a nice butt shot. Get a butt shot. This, we... is, this is rare for an 80s movie. We've we explained yeah. in the past, 80s with tit dick. All tits, yeah. This was ass. They're, they actually flash a lot of ass in this movie. Yeah, it was refreshing. And so... Jay calls her up, gets undressing, and she's just, like, trying to talk to him. And he's like, hey, yeah, you know that dance? Uh, it's kind of for dweeps. And yeah. I'm thinking uh, we're going to do something a little spookier. And she's like, Jay, I just don't know about that. I think it'd be cooler to go to the dance and there's going to be music. Well, look, it's going to be spooky. And I'll be there. And I'll hold you. Well, She's like, yeah, you remember that girl Angela, who's the Ali Sheedy of the Breakfast Club character? Thank you, goth girl. Yes, and it's like, what? I don't. She's scary. Yeah, I know, but this is all about Halloween. It's supposed to be scary. She's gonna have a party at the Hull House. The Hull House. Well, th- at first, Judy thinks it's gonna be at her parents. She's like, I don't want to know what that girl's parents are like. And he's like, don't worry, it's at the Hull, the Hull House. Apparently. There was a lot of murders. There's an old mortuary yeah. up by the graveyard. And he's like, come on, it'll be great. She's like, okay. So she gets puts on the rest of her uh, Alice in Wonderland costume, I think she was supposed to Yeah. Do. Well, as she's reaching in for her costume, mm-hmm. still in her underwear, her little brother pops out. And he's got like a they live mask on. Something like that. And he he scares the shit out of her. And he's just like, well, sis, your boobs get any bigger. They're going to have yeah, to I don't know why plot a course to Mars. To... His, his pants were around his ankles. What was up with that? Was this supposed to be scary? <laughs> what is. I'm serious. I don't know if I'm. Once again, Nelson, Mel, Nelson Mandela affecting myself <laughs> again here. Uh, I'm pretty sure the 80s had this thing of, like, the creepy little brother who's always trying to peep on his sister. Yeah, no, you're right about that one. Okay, thank you. Because I'm thinking about just one of the guys who had the pervy brother. Okay. And, yeah, you're right. I, so he peeps out, 
gets the gets the look at her tits and is like, "Man, sis, awooga, sis." <laughs> and he honks some and then runs out. It's like it was really inappropriate. It was really inappropriate. It took me back to Young Warriors. Remember when she was taking a shower? But this was older brother and little sister. Yeah. And he's like, come on, I've seen your goods. Let me in there. What is it with brothers there, in the 80s? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of young warrior fe- callbacks to this movie. There is. Think about it. And we'll get in. There's another one we'll get into later. So Billy heads downstairs. I think he's just hanging out, you know. Well, he's trying to read his comics when the fucking doorbell rings. I thought he was reading a fucking Hustler, dude. Was it a Hustler? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably was. A, he ruled that house. I don't know where Dad was. <laughs> he really did. He was just like, yeah, I got my new like, subscription to Hustler. I'm a rain. These, these jokes are funny. Well, there's a serious problem we'll get into when we kind of, before we leave this house. But I, I believe right now we have a, a knock at the door. Yeah. And being the man of the house, he's like, well, I got to answer this. But before he does, of course, he's going to put that thing mask back yeah, on. He's a, little, he's a little rascal. Yeah, they, or they live mask back on. So he's opening the door, expecting to spook somebody out. No. Whoever was at the door is now gone. Oh. Okay. I go with it. I don't remember this. Oh, okay. So Jay, or Sal <laughs> pops out okay. and scares Billy. Ah, one turn deserves another. Yeah. And so they're like the same coin of a different side, whatever sure. that phrase is. <laughs> exactly. I nailed another one. And so Sal's like, hey there, <laughs> it's your sister Judy. I got a big shiny quarter here. If you can tell me what she looks like naked. And he's like, for a dollar, I can tell you what every luscious curve her body has. For oh. five, I'll give you some Polaroids I got. Oh, and Jesus. he's like, hey, you're creeping me out, kid. I just <laughs> wanted to know about a tits. And he's like, there'll be a dollar then. So he gives him a dollar. Oh, by the way, is she going to be seeing this J guy I've been hearing about? Forget about it. You seen Richie? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they're going up to the whole house. The whole Your sister wouldn't go to the whole house. Well, she is. Take it or leave it, punk. So he goes, well, I'll take it. And he takes it off. And that's when we get Jay walking in. and Jay, he's in his Don <sighs> Johnson costume, I guess, because he's full on it Sonny was, Crockett. It was supposed to be a no costume. Like right. when Judy sees him, he's, she's like, why aren't you wearing a costume? But to us, it, it did look. Yeah, it was Sonny Crockett. In Sonny there. Crockett. And a mom comes out, hey, would you like some fudge rolls or something? Oh. <laughs> and then fucking Billy, he's got the fucking hell slurry closed it. Mom, <laughs> those look like dog shit. Get the fuck out of here. I, Very... I don't know how he became Sal. <laughs> he became Sal. Very specific. Sun-dried poodle turds, mom. <laughs> Billy should have been at the end of the movie, too. He, it should have turned out he was the killer. That would I would have been, been great. great with that, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, I'm the demon. <laughs> nice cha-cha. Man, if he shows up in a window and Angela and him end up making out and then he's the demon. Oh, perfect. So, that's the, unfortunately, that's the last we ever see of Billy. Well, he's got a grill. I'm sorry. Oh, Before Judy right. comes down. C- come on. Billy's get one scene. <laughs> we got to get it right here. So... There is a pause where Billy has to talk to Jay, and he's like, "Man, I'm trying to read the Hustler." <laughs> and he's great articles. In. <laughs> he's just like, "Are you here to pick up my sister because she's got a great personality, or are you here for those bodacious boobs?" Yeah, and even Mom is like, "Sing it, 
parades it. Yeah, high five. <laughs> Mom's the hype man I mean, for the sun. Get the fuck out of here, Mom throws one of those fucking sun-dried turds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Murray, I'm, I'm sorry. Before before we go on, I'm very worried about this kid. He needs a father figure in the light, in his life to slap the shit out of him because he's oh. going to be a tyrant. He's too beautiful. You can't hit him. I If he's not slap, I'm... I, I guarantee you he's going to go on to be Epstein. Uh, you're probably right about that. Maybe he did. So from one whore to a whore, I want you to take us to that liquor store. Well, before, no, we want to, this is an important thing we have to point out about Judy. Jay and Judy oh. walk out, and he just goes in for a kiss. That's it. And Judy's like, no, you're going moving too fast. So now we learn that Judy is the sweet virginal girl, and we know that she is going to survive the movie. So then, like you said, from a, from a, from a whore to a whore, I don't know what you said. From a, I don't, a whore to a liquor store? Whore to a liquor store. We I, meet up our two characters, Suzanne and Angela. Angela, who's, of course, throwing the party. She's in her goth, like, wedding dress type outfit. Yeah. And uh, uh, Suzanne, she's in what was known in the 90s as kinder whore, which is what... <laughs> That's an actual thing. Yeah, it's what Courtney Love thought... Courtney Love claimed she came up with it, but it was like the baby doll look, but you're yeah. like whoring it up. Okay. So we just see... And this is where we call back to Young Warriors, because the last time we saw Golden Globus Theater favorite Linnea Quigley, she was being Kavanaugh mauled by the group of guys in the Young Warriors. No way. She was a girl in the bed that was naked in the beginning. No way. Yes. That was her? Yes. And like... When she actually looked like she could play a 20-year-old. Yeah. Because she's she's looking a little... She's like 30 at this time. Mm. Even... And Linnea Quigley herself is like, no, I'm too old for this role. And they beg her to do it. So she's like, all right, I'll do it. Wow. But she's way too old to be playing a teenager at this time. But her ass looks good. She's bent over. We're seeing a lot of ass. She's looking at that Tide box real hard. <laughs> and the guys at the checkout counter are looking at that ass harder. Yeah. And so, so they're mesmerizing. Yeah. What's going on? It's the old buns and run play. <laughs> where, <laughs> where? You know, call up our friend Matt, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Patricia and tell him about the old buns and buns run. And run. Buns and run because because we, while that's going on, they're fucking glued on her ass. Gluteous on her ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Angela's stealing all the liquor and the chips and the dips. And I the like that they keep, and, I like in this liquor store they keep the chips next to the liquor. Very convenient. Very, well, it's a convenience store. Durr, come on, Griff. And so she, then she hightails it out. Uh, Suzanne gets up, comes out, and she's like, hey, do you sell any sour balls? Do you have any sour balls here? Yeah. And like, sorry, man. We, uh, he says, oh, yeah, no, we do. We've got plenty of sour she's balls. Like, oh, too bad. I guess nobody gives you a blowjob. Uh, zing! Uh, One last zing before she steals the place dry. She gets outside. Angela's like, you did a great job. You should really work on your buns, though, because mine are better. Little tension between the two. Well, we and also we learned that she's all about her looks. Yeah, man. she's looking in the mirror. She's constantly looking at herself. She's like, I hope there's some cute boys at this party. You made sure to invite cute boys. He's like, don't worry. Yes. So now we cut back to our old. I think uh, Jay and Judy. They pick up Franny and Max. There's a lot of characters in this. Franny, yeah. cute Asian girl, dressed up like Peter Pan. Yeah. Max dressed up like a surgeon. Just like a surgeon. So they're like, hey, let's go. So they just get in there. While, while that's going on, our fucking 
raging on P2P at this point. <laughs> Stooge like runs him off the road. Right. And they they so they're like about two miles away. From from the whole house. Whole house. Jay and Judy show up. They say, Hey, you need a lift? And uh you or no, you need a you need some hands. Max leans out and offers his hands and like Roger's like, Yes, please help us and he's like, All right and just applauds and then they drive off. So fucking Stooge and Helen and them are left to walk. So while we're going up to the the, the final leg to the house, we get that exposition we need about the whole house. We learn that this house is there's an underground river that circles the yeah. house. I don't know how Max figures this out because he, he like puts his hand to the wall and to the ground. He, well, yes, he he senses it. His his Nanchang senses are tingling. He didn't oh, have a Nanchang. He didn't even. And he's got a stethoscope because he is a surgeon. He said so he puts it to the ground. He's like, "Hey, Judy, come here." Do surgeons use stethoscopes? Well, I guess before they operate. <laughs> maybe he's just he's just a general practitioner. There we go. And it's like, listen to this. And he's like, whoa, it sounds like a river. Yeah, there's a river that rolls. Good. Somehow this river circles a house. That's kind of a weird river. Yeah, some kind of moat. It's like a moat. It's kind of like something we could use in Mexico. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and there's a wall that was built above the river that goes circles the whole house, too. Oh, interesting. There's a gate to get into. The These place. are so many interesting facts. But it's kind of cold out here, so let's head into the house. And head in they shall. And, of course, right in the living room, they see a casket just being set up. Because, you know, Murray, back in the day, living rooms used to be where we... I mean, they used to be, like, death rooms. Well, this was a mortuary. So oh, it was, was a mortuary, a, a too. Home. Oh, okay. So that they makes everything. even more they sense. They had the bombing room. They had the crematorium. That's right. They had everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm a dumb-dumb. But the people did live in the house, too. The whole family, which we learn... The, one of the whole family members lost their mind, killed the whole family, and set the house on fire. Oh, that's how... Oh, okay, I missed yeah. that part. Yeah. Well, they find that casket, and they're like, oh, shit, wouldn't it be cool if I tombstone pile drive you into this shit? And Judy's like, no, that's not very cool. And Jay's just like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So he goes to open it, and fucking Sale pops out. He gets the first spook of the movie. Has anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? Forget about it. And they're like, Sal. Yeah, Jay, Jay's dude. all ready to beat the shit out of him. Judy stops it. Because Jay knows that Sal went on one date with Judy earlier. He's really he's really sensitive about yeah. that. So he's just like, beat it. This is my woman. I mean, Sal is like all, you know, he's a kind of shorter dude. He's cool. He's got some cool hair. But Jay is, again, eight foot team. five, captain of the football team. You know that dick's hanging like three he inches looked, from the ground. Exactly. But he is Tom still. Brady personified. He is still just like super, uh, um, no, not embarrassed, but he's afraid of Sal and Sal's game. So while they're doing that, Stooge. Roger and Helen finally show up. They had to walk the rest of the way. They're not even mad. They're just like, let's party. Well, they're like, well, Stooge is like, party! And party they do. They get the fucking boombox rocking. We get some nice old old school hardcore band stickers on the boombox. We got fear. We got corrosion conformity. Dead Kennedys. These yeah. people know how to party. I think. Yeah, I think everyone has arrived at this point. Angela and Suzanne were. It's supposed to be their party, and they're the last to arrive. But yeah, they so they start kicking it off. They're like, "Where do we put the cooler?" 
It's like, put it anywhere. What What is going on here with these directions? But yeah, and then Helen pops out with that strobe light. Hey, my parents are uh, acid heads. Pretty kinda, cool. Kind of sad. Their parents are strung out on acid, but all the know, she pa- makes the best of it. All their parents sound like they sucked, but yeah, you know so what? She's she got like a strobe best. light, and they're just partying, and Susie, she's a horse, and she's flirting with everybody. Oh, my God. Susie in front of that fireplace, and Max is sitting mm-hmm. like next to it. She's toasting those buns, brother. She's toasting those buns, and he's wafting That's all one, the I, mellowy my goodness. My hot dog was looking for some buns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, you're so impressed with that joke. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's only grilled. I'm going to leave. I'm going to I wish people knew now. how very few joys you've had in your life <laughs> since I've known you. This one is <laughs> its right up there. <laughs> uh, I finally feel alive. So, and Ju- while, Judy, this is important. Judy's like lighting something off, like a, a candle. Because it's important that she has... She, Takes this lighter. For some reason, she holds on to this lighter. Yeah. A little more foreshadowing. Even, even for Angela gives her shit. You probably shouldn't be holding that. You're, you're too good of a girl. I don't know what that meant, yeah, but... Only, yeah, good girls don't mess with she, she pockets it. So, it turns out, the radio just cuts out. Yeah. And then their strobe light cuts out. And they're so, like, fucking Duracell, man. That's the grass. He's like, I put Energizer in it. Energizer bunny, man. And so they're like, Angela's like, hey, shut the fuck up. I got an idea. Let's have a seance. Yeah. Not just any seance, a past life seance where we can see where our past lives were. Yeah, I think Fanny even is like, let's do a past life seance. And Angela's like, yeah, let's do that. We just need a mirror. Yeah. He's like, well, we don't have a mirror, stupid. Everyone knows a past life seance. You need a mirror. Of course, Roger was looking for somewhere to pee or a cow or something. Yeah, cow. I'm scared. He and runs, he runs uh, Yeah, he runs out of room. And this dude chases him. He's like, you fucking coward. And then they, they, Raj runs back in, terrified, because he saw his own reflection, apparently, <laughs> because he finds a giant fucking, uh, they found, like, on the ceiling, there was a, there was a you know, this hall people, they swung a little. Yeah, so they had, right uh, above the bed. So they took that down, and then he's like, hey, man, I found a mirror right here, bros. So they all sit crisscross applesauce, because you can't say Indian style anymore. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Native American style. And they're all like, yeah, they're all looking in there. And, of course, Angela didn't make it all about herself. I'm, we're going to make it about my past lives. So she's like, all we got to do, and, of course, we've done this before. We've a million times, the past life stance. That's all we, we do. stare into a mirror until it turns black. Yeah. Which always happens if you stare too long. Oh, my God, yeah. And it, and it does turn black. Yeah. And then we see this, like, hand puppet, like, Chinese dragon it, it was very It was very China dragon. And it, it's like, Ugh. You think everybody's seeing it, but really, only Helen is seeing it. Really? I thought everybody saw it. Only Helen saw it? That, that was the thing. It was only okay. Helen saw it. So she starts screaming, and then you see that Helen sees, like, just her head decapitated. X is over her eyes. She's dead. Oh, that, she okay, sees. That, I, okay, that's Helen. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, that's Helen. It's Helen. It's Helen. Okay. Yeah, Makes that's sense. that's why the notes say Helen freaks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to read. So, um, everyone, yeah. everyone starts fucking trashing well, then, on Helen. All of a sudden, the mirror comes back. Yeah, you know, and we they, they hear these noises coming well, from the basement. She fucking is, knocks it over and breaks it. Fucking Helen. 
And Stooge starts hitting her again because that it's <laughs> that their that's how the relationship works. Right? Yeah, he really loves her, right? You even hear Jay explain to the camera, leans into Judy's ear, but it's supposed to be the audience's ear. Look, they've been going through a hard thing. They he loves her, <laughs> he really does. He treats her well. Right. Uh, I saw that she he bought her. Um, she just doesn't listen to him. If she, she just ju- listen to Stooge, that's it. That's it. He just didn't want chicken that night. So we hear these rumblings in the basement. What's with this fucking dog tonight? I don't know. It's your dog. Rumbling in the basement. Do you see a demon, Millie? Maybe she did. So we get actually a pretty cool, like, evil dead, like, point of view shot where the the door of the crematorium opens up, the, I, the cremation chamber, I don't know what it's called, and we see, like, this zooming evil dead POV shot where it's, like, going through the house and the spirit. Embalmment chamber. Embalmment chamber? What? I don't know if no, that's real. It was, it was the it's where they cremate the bodies. Cremate, yeah. So while that's going on, Sue Suzanne's still staring in the fucking mirror. The demon just goes whoop right through her mouth because she's like so in love with herself. Her mouth's hanging open. Yeah, it goes right. She, into yeah, her. she was doing her makeup again. It popped out of that little mirror. So everyone is like, "Oh my god, did you just shit your pants, dude? What the <laughs> fuck? What's this stench?" It's it's like the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. You got the the chill, the smell, and the <laughs> demony presence. <laughs> and Angela goes, "No, that's that's a demon smell. I know that smell." And then she breaks down, and like she's, they're like, "What? What are you saying? This house is haunted? It's not haunted. This house is possessed." Oh. And they're like, "Well, what's the fucking difference?" It's like, "Well, here's the fucking difference, asshole. When a house is haunted, <laughs> it's because of ghosts of people who lived in the house. When it's possessed, it's because of demons. Shithead, get it?" And they're like, "Oh, so we learned something." So Roger, he's just like. Fuck off. I'm done with this shit. My like, dad's... I know. I'm the black guy. I'm going to die first. I'm out of here. <laughs> My dad's a preacher. This is spooky. I know all about this. Corinthians 101, uh, John 3.16, alphanumeric alpha uh, 11, 1%ers. I'm out of here. And Helen's just like, he's right. This is bullshit. We're going we're gonna to split. Who Give us car keys. And Sue's just like, here, have some car keys. Yeah, so Sue's like that, that's the first thing they know something's off about Sue. Yeah, because she gives Angela's car keys, and Angela's yeah. like, what the fuck you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Well, Angela, you're not leaving your own party, so why not let them leave? Yeah, don't well, run through the gate on your way out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It says don't let the gate hit you on your ass on the way out, or something like that. <laughs> I think you need to go through the gate to leave, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> Sue's she's the demon's hot and horny, and the demon will fuck anything. So, the demon's like, "Hey, I gotta take a dump in Sue's <laughs> body. You want to help me out with that, Stooge? Stooge is a freak. He's up for anything." Yeah, something sounds like waiting to be tagged in, and it goes for Stooge. Stooge, <laughs> what? But look, look at me! At, look at that tortured fucking eagle he's got on his head. He's like combing his hair back. Got that big comb in his back pocket. Oh. How could you bats me up, girl? And she's like, eh, well, I guess you just don't have what Stooge has. Yeah. And, Before uh, she leaves, though, yeah, she goes up to Angela and 
lays on a big wet sloppy kiss on her. Oh man, and Angela's looking a little like, oh, well, I'm into it, yeah, but she's a little shocked at first, and then on? she's like, mm, I'm kind of digging this. There, there are an odd couple, those two, just like Helen and uh, Stooge. Odd couple there too. Everybody's a couple. You notice everyone's just back and forth. They're like, I don't, I don't know who we're, we're relationship I'm in. I'll fuck you. Now. The, the one that really bothers me is Max and Fanny because they seem like things are pretty good between them. And, but Max is just like staring at Suzanne's ass all night. I, well, she's putting it all in their face. And, you know, yeah, that's true. These are just some horny ass kids who are up to fuck anything. And you know how horny kids like to play with uh, mystery houses? They like to Scooby Doo the fuck out of it. So they're mm. all going to split up and explore various mm. parts. Well, yeah, the girls want it, uh, They're under the impression they're exploring. The guys are like, we're going to bang. Yeah, yeah. So they break up in their pairs, like you said. Yeah, J Max, uh, John. Uh, J- I was gonna say John J. Judy J. and Max and Franny break off into one group. We get a little more exposition from Max. He's like, "Of course, guys, ancient Indian burial ground. The Indians, this land, they were t- they never crossed that river. That remember that river, the underground river, guys. Remember yeah, it? They never it's did. Never because demons can't cross river. Apparently, yeah." And so he just reminds us because everything has to be some ancient Indian burial bullshit. Then he does the old yawn and stretch the arm over. And then he nods at Jay like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And Jay goes, okay. oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Hey, Judy, let's go check out that embalming chamber. Over there. <laughs> and he says, that sounds great. Because, by the way, everyone, the acting was horrible in this fucking movie. <laughs> and he's like, that sounds great. Let's do it, Jay. So they take off there. So everyone's out in pairs. Roger and Helen are outside. They re- they realize the gates disappeared. Griff, it's yeah. all a wall around it's just the entire brick, house, and it's like twenty five feet tall. It it's covered in barbed wire and laser guided sharks. Like it is Trump's wall. Yeah. There's no way you can climb up that wall. There's nothing you can do. So they're not going to immigrate to the other side of the wall. It's impossible. Demons were like, build a wall. Build <laughs> a wall. Dr. Claw built the wall. And Dr. Claw built the wall. God, and, that's got a good ring to it. And Roger, the cowardliest motherfucker in this movie, uh, uh, he turns around. Helen's gone. Helen's gone. So he freaks the fuck out, and he runs for cover. He's not going back in the house. Well, I wouldn't either. Yeah. So he runs into a car, and he fucking just... You know, just, holes up in yeah, there. Yeah, you get nowhere to go. There's no fucking gate anymore. Yeah. So he's just going to hang out in there, fog up the windows, and hope nobody notices him. But So uh, I cut back to Sue, Susie, Suzanne. She's like, all right, I'm done. I need help wiping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. She hasn't, they haven't found the bathroom yet. I take that back. <laughs> so they're searching for the bathroom. They find it. She she magically knows where bathrooms are. That was at Blue Stooge's mind. I mean, yeah. obviously one of the rooms is a bathroom. Yeah. But... And then just as Stooge is like, this is where I did, this is where I go in, she just slams the door in his fucking face. And uh, cut back to Jay and Judy. I told you guys, there's a lot of moving parts in this movie. Jay and Judy, Jay is like, got Judy's laid out on the embalming table. He's afraid to practically rape her. She's like, no, I'm not that kind of girl. And he's like, oh, really? That's not what Sal told me. Sal told me. You fuck on the first date. Yeah. And she's like, I only went on one date. Oh, well, maybe I did fuck you. She couldn't even remember. She well, she had some with like, well, is that any of your business? 
He's like, I heard, I heard fucking Sal's got herpes. So yeah, it is my business. Oh, so, yeah, Sal herpes. It's okay. You still, you still, still good. You can be a good person and have herpes. Let me get this stooge story back on track here, because he got locked out of that bathroom, and he gets spooked out real quick. But then he's gonna just he hears a scream, so he busts in, and Suze is gone, and he's like, fine. I don't really want to give it to you anyways. So he's huffing and puffing. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna walk off. I don't even remember where he ends up. He he's just you know, I don't know either. All I know so so yeah so okay. Franny and Max looking to fuck. This is a recap. Roger hiding outside. Jay and Judy arguing about fucking. It ain't yeah. happening. Jay, give it up. Yeah. And, and then we Angela and Sal is back in the room where the party was going on. Yes, and in the then, living room. And then Angela's like, "Man, I feel like flash dancing. Put yeah. that strobe on." Well, she starts dancing, and Sal's like, "Hey, uh, Angela, this is pretty hot. I gotta say, you got buns of an angel. All right, all right, but uh, not feeling it right now. Kind of creeping me out. Here. I'm feeling a little queasy. I think I'm gonna go ahead and take off with Roger here. And uh, no, 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 no." I now I'm now <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of this in this episode. Sorry, but what happens is he's kind of into it, and she's doing her flash dance. Being, Stooge shows up, and the Stooge cock himself finally thinks like, I'm gonna get laid now. Okay, and Stooge, like, put, this put one face, builds into Stooge it. Stooge face palms him. like, get out of here. Yeah, and then Angela kisses Stooge. Okay, and then she bites his tongue off, and that's what makes Sal be like, you know what? <laughs> Not into it. Yeah, because that, because because Angela, I think uh, no, he gets face pumped and he just leaves. He doesn't see the 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 tongue bite off. Oh, okay. But he's like, I can see. I, you guys aren't going to do a threesome. So I'm out of here. He's like, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna check out in a garage. I thought I thought Angela exposed herself more than herself, but her demon self as well. No, not at this point. Now okay. he just so then yeah. So then she starts hitting on Stooge. Stooge is losing his mind. He's like, what the fuck happened? Everyone wants to fuck me now. I get. <laughs> he actually becomes a normal guy. He's like all that anger, all that incel anger is like has been released. And she's like, "Yeah, I want to kiss you." So then she kisses him, and then she turns into a demon, and then bites his tongue off, and also passes a demon on into Stooge. So, Sal, so, we follow him, who has wandered off now, and he happens to come across Sue's in the corner, and this is where he says, "You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna be good," because Sue's is just like. Staring, she's curled up in the fetal position in a corner. She's got all these lights just blaring down on her, and she turns around and she's like drawing a heart and makeup on her face and stuff. Yeah. all kinds. Of, and he's like, he's like, you, you been taking that P two P that I've been even going around? What's oh my goodness, you? what's going on with the P two P? All right, where is Richie? Where's Richie? Richie, where are you? <laughs> so, and so he takes off, and she, yeah, she's all freaky looking. Yeah. And, of course, the demon... You know, you're a really hot girl. You got great bones, tits, but not into the weird stuff. I'm out. I'm getting, My mom's got some spaghetti waiting. But you know who's into weird stuff? Demons are. Because the demon's like, I gotta yeah. check out this body I'm possessing. Yeah. So, it's you know, this is an 80s movie. We gotta see some tits, and we get some tits. A lot of tits. And when you hire Linnea Quigley, it's for her tits. That's I, what she was hired for. I had to do a triple take on this scene, because you see her flash once, and then they, like, kind of show her face and not her tits, and they flash back to her tits, and they're very different now. Yeah, they're very uh, rubbery-looking. <laughs> yes. And it's because we get the old hide-the-lipstick 
uh, <laughs> trick. <laughs> Penn and Teller do this wonderfully, by so the way. So after she's like smearing it on her face, she just shoves a lipstick right in her nipple. She does like a spiral down her neck, around her one tit. I think she draws a heart on her whole chest, and then she, yeah, she starts. She shoves it into her nipple. Yeah, shoves it in there. Yeah, well, you know, she didn't have a purse. You got to keep it somewhere, you know. Women yeah. hate having to carry purse around their party, so it's the old, I, I, the I'm old still wondering how she trick. how they did the trick. I think it's great. And so we know something must. I'm I'm thinking at this point something's up with Suzanne. She's not in the right. I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna continue watching. Sal goes back to Angela. Yeah, he's he, well. He's going to the the front door. He's he's, he's polite. He's gonna say, "Hey, I'm leaving. Great now. party. I know yeah. you didn't invite me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking off. And I'm taking this fucking the, all the booze with me. <laughs> I got some cools. <laughs> he did have a nice cool cools. <laughs> and she she's that right. She's like warming her hands in the fire, and she's really warming her hands. Folks. She turns around, her hands are on fire. <laughs> And Sal's like, I ain't into that shit either. He's still he's so dumb. He's not even catching on still. He's like, wow, that's kind of weird. I'm out of here. <laughs> so we got outside, and you think you're about to see Sal walking out, but you see Roger cowering in the car, and he hears a noise. He's like, I know that's you, you fat-ass dude. It's your dumb fat-ass. You fat-ass. I can't keep it together. It's not her fat, his fat ass. And then Helen's yeah, fat ass. He hears that clump on the top of the car, and he kind of leans forward, and there's Helen's Poor dead Helen. face. She didn't even get an on-screen murder. It's just a slopped her body on the yeah. car. Yeah. Poor Helen. Probably because she was just like, "No, I'm not showing my tits," and they're like, "All right, your character <laughs> is dead." <laughs> so. Jay, total blue balls at this time. He locked fucking Judy in the embalming room. Yeah. What a fucker. And she was kind of cool with it. She was like a little angry, but I would have been furious. But she's just like, Jay, stop it. Uh, She's like, man, I really hope we someday have what Stooge and Helen have. (laughs) And Jay, he's he's got some straight up blue balls. He's like, I need some release. And he just had to stumble on our buddy Suzanne. And now she's... Not facing the corner. She's facing the doorway, and she's got the tits out. She's got all that crazy makeup going on, and Jay's just he's like, reading oh. the signals. Oh, man, I see that you uh, <laughs> plot out your, your, your playbook just like I do. You got an arrow right so to your like, treasure dome. Let's go to this room. And they go off to a room, and we get, the, we get the full frontal this fucking time. Yeah, we do. We get some fucking bush here, guys. This is the 80s. <laughs> And this is, well, like I said, when you hire Lynette Quigley, even she knew. She's like, I know, I'm here to get naked. Oh, and she geez. gets naked. And so she's like, he's laying down, gets up on top of him. They start going to Bone Town. And she's like, you know what would make this a little bit better? How about I gouge your fucking eyes out? Yeah. And she just gouges Jay's fucking eyes out, turns straight demon, and kills Jay. Apparently, if your dick ain't hot, you know she's gonna gouge your eyes out to make it a little, little more interesting for herself. So Jay screams out. Everybody is hearing it, and you know what? We haven't seen Max and Fanny in a while, but Franny. we're about to see Fanny. We saw her Fanny, but she's Franny. And... Oh, what did I do? <laughs> Keep calling her Fanny. Oh, do I? Yes, Franny. Franny. So we see Franny's tits. Yes. Well, they <clears throat> they go back to the room with the coffin and they, hey, you have a bone in a coffin? Yeah. No, but I've always wanted to. So they, <laughs> so they go to town in the coffin and they're fucking. And that's all. And Stooge just happens to stumble in. He's de- he's full on demon now. Yeah. 
and which the hair makes perfect sense now that he's a demon. It, yeah. it, it wasn't working for him when he's regular. That fucking tortured eagle. And he's like, Stooge, when I'm done, you can fuck her. Because, you know, he's just like, Rrr! and he just snaps Franny's neck. Franny goes down. And then he rips Max's arm well, off? Well, no, he starts slamming the door. Oh, the, yeah, the, that's the right. top on. Because he's, because uh, Max is laying down. Franny was on top of him. Yeah. And I guess he just knocks his arm off with it. He just slams That must it have been it. Because yeah. I just remember Max popping up without an arm. Yeah. So, Roger, we cut back to him. He's spooked out. He's finally running back into the house, and he runs into Angela. And, obviously, she is in no good state. So, Well, yeah, uh, she's total full-on demon. All The demons aren't fucking joking anymore. Yeah. They're all demonic. Oh, yeah. So, Roger just keeps running, and he runs into Sal. And at this point, I was like, what is Sal? Is he a demon? Is he still That's what they're trying to do. just Sal? It's good. This is a good play here. I like this. Um, and so Stooge is happening to be trying to open that door to Judy. Apparently, the door locks on both sides. Apparently. Or Stooge is so stupid he can't figure out how to unlock a door. But he hears a noise as well, so he buggers off. And that's when we get Ro- Roger and Stu. Or Stu? No. <laughs> Stu? Roger and Sale, they come sweeping by that door and they hear Judy. And they're like, oh, shit, let's let her out. So now we've got these three survivors together. Yep, this is it, guys. This is the three left. And so uh, while that's going on, we while they're talking, at the end of the hallway, we see Angela, total demonic bitch, and she's, like, floating down the thing. And they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. And they uh, get separated. Roger just... Roger knows how to hide. That's the one that he knows how to do. So it's he just, true. He just, and he's always there to bail on everybody. Yeah. Every time something happens, he's gone. He might be a demon just because of how well he can hide. Because I don't even remember him hiding. He's just gone. Maybe. And uh, they bump. And Judy and Sal bump into Suzanne, and she's with the dead body of Jay. Yeah, just caressing that beautiful quarterback hair. And she's like, "How about a threesome? I bet we can still get him hard again." <laughs> okay. And <laughs> Sal is like, "God damn! Even this guy's getting laid dead. <laughs> what the fuck's a guy got to do?" Get Judy, if it. I get you out of here, you're fucking me. <laughs> He's like, you better put out, girl. <laughs> you're meeting my mom and we're getting married. Sal gets f- thrown out into like a hidden chamber in the house. Yeah, there, there was like some weird window. There's a and window, it went yet, into there's a, a, yet there's a chamber beyond the window. Uh, yeah. And he, he points out how stupid it is later. Yeah, and so now we're left with Judy running for her fucking life, and she's... Going across rooms we've never seen before before she ends up in that uh, that coffin fuck room, let's yeah, call it. coffin fuck room. The and, old coffin fuck room. And she walks in, and Max's severed arm grabs her leg, oh. and she's like, ah, and she flicks it off, and then they pop up out of the... They were like the chill demons. They didn't really they, do They anything. really were. They were just like, they hey, was like, what's <laughs> up? Can you pass me a card? <laughs> Ice cold, cool. Ice cold, of course. And uh, Roger, he's outside again. He knows he knows how to get outside. And Susie and Stooge are—they do jump scares. He's wrote. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> so this is the same. Suzanne and Stooge are jumping out at people. Judy somehow finds her way outside, like in the, the roof. Yeah, she finally makes her way out. Of the roof. Well, that's going on. Sal wakes up. He got knocked out when he got knocked through the window. And he's like, 
what is this? There's like a fucking room. There's no wonder this this window wasn't yeah. boarded up. There's a fucking room here. And he's like, hey, thanks for this trusty old water pipe. Yeah, so he starts he's climbing it. Starts climbing up. He binds up on the roof. Yeah, so we got Judy and we got uh, Sal, unbeknownst to us, actually, at yes, this time. Yes, unbeknownst to us. Uh, uh, on the roof. And then you got Roger, Roger. on the ground. Like, girl, come on, jump. You can jump. You can do it. It's 40 fucking feet. <laughs> it's goddamn mansion. Ro- I think Roger landed this jump no problem. So he's like, just go ahead. It's no big deal. Yeah. And so uh, Stooge is chasing her. They're like on a balcony. He's grabbing her. She's like hanging for her life. Oh, no. It was Angelo. Was Angelo? I, it was Angelo. I think Stooge was there too, though, wasn't he? I don't remember Stooge being okay, there. Maybe, I, okay. Maybe I got, you're right. Yeah, I remember. There was Angelo. Yeah. And just as Angela's about to grab our girl Judy, Sal jumps it's, out. Yeah. They start struggling. This, this actually did shock me. What happens, guys? What happens yeah. is. Both Angela and Sal fall off of the roof, and Sal gets impaled on some, like, I don't know what the fuck it was. Dude, that was brutal. And I'm like, damn, I thought Sal was going to be the hero of the fucking movie. So did I. I mean, first I thought Jay, because Jay had that Tom Brady look, and I'm like, okay, they're playing with us. He killed it. And then I know. Sal was like the slimy fucking, like, Moses Lack type character. I thought that, too. But like, no. And then I got on Sal's side. I was, like, rooting for Sal, and Sal dies. It's like... Original Walking Dead when anything had happened and you right. actually when it was cared. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm Team Sale now. And, uh, well, he's Team Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, but they're like, whew, Ange- they figure Angela's dead too because even a demon can't survive that fucking fall. Yeah. And our girl Judy falls down. She cooks she, up back with yeah, Roger. She- and, uh, so. It's like just as she hits the ground, Angela pops back up. And they're fucking running and, and she's like, and, and she makes a little joke about Sal. And we see there's a tombstone that's got Sal's name on it. And it says, born like something, 1970, died tonight. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. And like, Roger, if anything, Roger knows how to do it. And he knows how to get away from trouble. So he's like, we need to climb this fucking this wall here. Oh, no, you're, you're jumping ahead a little oh, far. They go back into the house because oh they go God. back in the basement. You, <laughs> I don't right. Oh don't God. know why you want this like to end in, so soon. Roger has been in and out of this house like 10 times. You're, you're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> trying to get Mike, Mike is disappointed in you for just skipping the end. He's just, fuck, you just threw a shock of milk across the room. <laughs> so, so they run inside the house. And, of course, yeah. Roger's leading the way. Uh, it just so happened that Judy grabbed a coat tail or his pirate tail, if you will, and, it, you know, get, gets along with them. And they end up in that basement. Crematorium. Where we uh, kind of heard that first noise. Where the demons were holed up. Yeah. I don't know why, but they were trapped in there. And so this is where we're going to get our big old fat climax, everybody. This is where that lighter comes into play, people. What? No, too soon. Uh- <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I'm just like foreshadowing. Oh, the foreshadow to the foreshadow. Time. Why are they talking about that lighter? earlier this is why people this is why so they're first of all they've given up all hope they've got well roger's just ready to kill himself Ro- roger's given up all hope and jude's like we have to survive yeah. roger he's he's simply hey let's just thoughts and prayer this one and she's like no we have to fight back so she's looking at this weird little door it's like a pizza oven and she's yeah. Rigging it up, and she crawls into it for a second, and she's like, "Okay, let's." Roger that's not an exit. Biting his ass. <laughs> Very cartoon. Yeah. Uh, and so finally, the door is just loosening, and she's like, oh, "Wait a minute, this is the gas pipe." So she's 
breaking. I'm glad the gas is still hooked up and yeah. everything to this place. It's this abandoned house. I know. I didn't realize we were wasting our money. And she's with fucking this. strong because I don't think I could rip a fucking gas pipe loose. Dude, she rips that shit and she loose. Pulls, she goes straight exterminator Richard Ginty on us. Oh, man. And because the demon's like, we're going to get you. Give give that bitch up, Roger. And Roger's thinking about it because he's all about surviving on his own. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Come on, Roger. Mad cat. And while that's going on, she fucking, Roger Ginty's that pipe, whips out that lighter. Of course, we get that click, click, can't get it started. The, the fucking hinges start rising out of the door and yep. popping down. The, then Stooge and Angela bust in. Flick, that lighter goes right, right off, off nick of time. Get a couple of people on fire wandering around. Oh, it's on fire. Stooge with, the, oh. with the nice grill marks. Mm. We get some grilled He's got Angela. the grilled marks in his hair. <laughs> he does have it. <laughs> and they say, turn off the gas, Roger. This guy's girl couldn't act. Oh. And he's like, all right, I can do that. He builds up his courage enough to turn the knob. And um, just when they think the coast is clear, I think Angela pops right back into the picture. Well, she all, I got to mention, there was a little more exposition in that scene where she's yeah. like, remember? Demons can only come out on Halloween. Oh, we just yeah. need to survive the night. There, there, there's always like that premise of like the power of Halloween is compelling them. It's once we get over with the day, it'll be good. So they have to make another exit out the window. This is the tenth time Rogers left us out, and this is the tenth time. So Angela <laughs> corners them, and Roger, being Roger, immediately notices a window, and he's like. My bitch! <laughs> like, feet's the failing now! Boom. And just jumps out that window. Does a nice flip. He breaks the window. He lands. He's like, I'm still alive. <laughs> I don't get how that surprises him. But I mean, Judy takes a few minutes, hears Angela's proposition out about becoming a demon and going to hell. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to go out the window. So she jumps out. And Roger's like, we got to climb this Wow, it's only got a barbed wire, like, you and know. barbed wire along the, the, the top of the, the wall, and Strang fell down so they yeah. can climb. So, Roger, it's like he's been training for this his whole life. Yeah. He's just fucking... He's American Ninja Warrior. Dude, he scoots right up it, and he's just like, all right, come on, let's go. And she's like, I can't, because, you know, women don't have upper body strength. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Do it. So we get a five. Come minute, on, girl. <laughs> we get a nice five minute struggle, and we yeah, get all the everybody who's now a demon. It, even Sal's alive now, and well, he's, he's on reincarnate. Yeah, and they're all like, and somehow they they don't have the they don't have they have even weaker upper body strength than Judy is because all they can do is paw at her. Yeah, like she, they can easily grab her. Yeah, they they definitely and, don't have the muscles in their hands and anymore. Fucking. Like Rogers at the top, and he's like, "You said he fell. I think he well, fell." Quotation mark. There's an evil presence that fucking whooshes in. Yeah, I, it's God. like Angela not, walks out, and I, I don't know. She has some kind of evil power. I'm not buying that, but Roger falls, and he's like thinking, "But maybe I should just bail on everybody." Yeah, but and then she, he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." Black guy survives. White kid's dead. No way I could survive. Yeah. Fucking racist town I live in. Yeah. So I'm gonna take my chances and try to save Judy. So just when you think it's all is lost, Judy's getting dragged. He's getting pawed. She's not getting dragged. She's getting pawed by these. Like, yeah. They're like, fucking, fucking hand jumps down, grabs her, yanks her up, and then just as that goes on, oh, cockadoodle doo goes off. Fucking oh, rockadoodle. Sunlight fucking hits it. 
all we just see smoke come up from the other side of the wall. We see that puppet go, Mad Cat, I'll get you, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> and then he disappears, and it's daylight, and we've survived the night, and they're back in hell where they belong. We watch our two survivors as they walk back into their neighborhood. They're just comatose. They're like in a daze. Yeah, their their costumes are tattered. And they walk by old man from the beginning of the movie. He's getting his paper. And he's just like, you fucking kids, you're probably all out all night having sex. You're going to go get an abortion now. You probably read this paper and folded it back up. I, I can't stand you kids. So we follow him inside. We're done with our heroes. We got to follow survive. this old man. And so he's like, as, as normal. When you're for breakfast, you have pie, right? Well, yeah, he's, he he comes in. He's got his paper. His wife, beautiful woman. I was shocked that someone would marry this guy. He's such a dick. I know. It's this one. You same. know what this is? Stooge and Helen. This is this. It's, it's I bet they were the grandparents of Stooge. And yeah. That's how he learned how to communicate. with Yeah. Women. So, uh, old lady Helen is building this beautiful breakfast for her husband. And she brings the coffee over, she brings the eggs over, and then she brings him a nice piece of pie. Yeah. And he's Breakfast of Champions. He's eating that pie. He's like, you know, maybe life doesn't fucking suck, wife. Man, this pie's really good. She's like, Yeah, it's fresh as fuck. I cook like I've been up for hours cooking it. He's like, Wait, you've been up for hours cooking this pie and it's fresh? She's like, Yeah, we had those leftover apples for Halloween. We didn't get any kids because fucking People make their kids scared to go trick or treating nowadays. What's Ugh. going on with that shit? They're at, they're like at some trunk kind of thing. I don't know trick or trunk, works. man. What the fuck? And he's like, not those apples. And so we see him rear his head back and like fingernails into his neck as it zooms in. And he it's apparently just... swallowed an entire razor. Like yeah. you deserve, you get what you deserve. You swallow an entire razor. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's impressive. And, and, and the old man dies, and she kisses him on the head, pats him. She she must be a demon too, or she, maybe she's a, thankfully I won't be beaten ever again. I don't know. There's a lot of messages you can take from that one. All right, this is a very interesting movie. I really enjoy it. Well, it was it was convoluted, that's for sure. They get they get some mix up, they get some Scooby Doo. It's harder to I think it worked fine in the movie. It was definitely harder to portray <laughs> without really plotting our course. There was some I mean, I will say I there was this I found a, there was there was an interesting scene where they they had the broken mirror and everybody's face was in a different piece of the glass. That was a cool shot. They did a lot of cool things in this movie. When when you had to like resort to only practical effects, you had to get really creative. That's what I love about these old movies. Like you you, you might think the, the 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 razor blade scene at the end is cheesy, but still it's like they, they had to do that. They had to like figure out a way, a practical way to film I mean, that. I thought they killed an old man. I don't know. You thought they killed an old man. Uh, Speaking of old men, Griff, next week we have something very very special planned, and then and that's why it's going to be late, guys. It's going to be late for the first time, and I'm going to explain ever. why it's going to be late. And for the first time ever on Golden Globus Theater, we're doing a brand spanking new movie. It feels wrong, but it feels so right. Yes, and it's going to drop, as the kids say, on Halloween, and we can't. You know, we're going to. That's going to be us. We're going to have at least our man, Hair Metal Sean, back for this one. And we're trying to get Mike to come back, too, because this is a big event. This movie has been described as the Tommy Wiseau room of horror movies. 
by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Glenn Danzig of Misfits, Samhain, and the band Danzig. It's called Veratica. And all I've heard about it was like, we have to do this movie for Halloween because it sounds horribly good. (laughs) It's an anthology movie. It's from the mind of Mr. Glenn Danzig. It's going to be amazing so you're going to have to wait we're going to put drop this one on friday night assuming the movie actually the releases movie, yeah. <laughs> as far as we know it's going to be streaming and you guys should watch it too on halloween night yeah and if that happens then great if not we'll call an audible we'll do some other movie yeah. we'll have something out for you on friday i'm bummed out we can't do it on halloween but hey this is it's, the way this it, shit rolls it'd be so difficult to work that so out. We're, since so we're not going to be here for Halloween, I want to leave you with something a little from a band, local guys, Halloween metal guys. We saw them a couple weeks ago, our, our guys Acid Witch, and they have a little bit of, uh, and it's, it's important, it's just we learned from this movie, it's a little bit of Halloween safety tips. So enjoy these safety tips, and we'll see you next week, and keep it spooky. Halloween can be a scary time, not because of witches or ghosts that we know aren't real, but because of real things that can spoil our fun. Corey is going to carve a pumpkin with her dad. Corey is going to carve the face with a small knife. Can you imagine how that knife could slip? 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 Maybe Candle and a pumpkin on a wooden porch might not be safe at all. You know why. 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 Don't cut across yards or empty lots. When it's dark, you can't see what's there. You can't see what's there. You can't see what's there. You see, some people think it's fun to play tricks with your treats. There might be things in the candy. So break open candy bars before you eat them. Cut fruit into pieces before you eat it, just in case something's been stuck in it. Watch out for things that look like candy, but might be medicines or drugs. Don't eat anything that doesn't look right. If it looks funny, might not be so funny if you ate it. Halloween's coming. What are you going to do about it?